Jake the Snake, fun fact, I am hypersensitive with um, hot liquids, soup, water, coffee, tea. I fucking, dude, I burn my mouth so damn easy. It takes me about a half hour to get in a bathtub, like, I mean, a hot tub, you know what I'm saying? Because it takes forever, dude. One of the guys that does a little, you stretch your arm all the way out just to, like, tickle the water. See. <laughs> Toe, then we get like half a foot, then we're up to the ankle. That's 20 minutes right there, dude. I Once I'm in there, I'm good, but, dude, I just, I don't know how water just... Scares, like especially in my mouth, dude. I always burn my fucking mouth on hot shit. It's funny, my my partner, he always gets on me about. Um, he's like, "Why are you letting the water run?" I'm like, "Because, like, I want to make sure it's at the right temperature." Like he hops, <laughs> like he's the type of person that hops in the hot tub, like hops in the he's tub, right and in. then turns it turns on See the that? water. Yeah, I can't do that. I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. Yeah, I just yeah. I let it run for at least, at least like four minutes. You know what I was? You know, like there's like this. Um, myth urban legend which is probably mostly true that like you know girls always really want a hot hot shower right and the dude's shower on his girlfriend or some shit and it's like too fucking hot which is i've been there right but my girl got me hip to some shit that i read a few other places because i always cross-reference what she says to see if she's really right or she's bullshitting <laughs> but okay. it's something about colder water showers are better for your skin and she yes. got hip to it because it makes um i guess it's better for like keeping your skin tight less yep. wrinkles whatever yep. aging and shit and uh, it doesn't have to be like Ice fucking cold, but yeah, not having to like scald your skin with that. Scissor. Yeah, there's there's a whole there's this there's this guy I forgot his name of course, but um, <laughs> but you can Google him, you can call him. I think he's called like Cold Water Man or Ice Man or whatever. He's, oh, and he's like and he, and he like hiked like Antarctica like in in just shorts. Yeah, is he white? Is he white? Yeah, oh, of course. White. Yo, like, loving the shorts in the cold weather. <laughs> I mean, it's, they come from cold places, but sometimes guys are forced, and it's not that warm. Got let the toes out. Back in Boston, dude, fucking 50 degrees hits, man. There'd be all these college kids with North Face fleeces and fucking shorts on, repping. And then you got the, the girls Pale with the legs. Ugg boots, with, oh, the, yeah. with the tights and the North yep, Face fleeces. That's their what, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fleeces. With the Starbucks. They love fleeces. They love fleeces. <laughs> the hair tied back. <laughs> I have one fleece. It's just a liner to a jacket. At one point in time, I probably have more. Nothing wrong with fleece. They're warm. Fucking warm. But you don't need them out here, right? Nah, you, you don't well, need actually, no. And do. once when the sun sets, I'm on it. I have yeah. I have one North Face fleece, and I don't really support North Face. But why? Well, what's wrong with North Face? Break, nothing's I don't wrong. Know, Yo, all right. So I mean, all right. So with me, with me being born and raised within the DMV area, it's kind of a the DMV area is the DC, Maryland, Virginia area for people who don't know. Yeah, so we it's kind of a it's a thing where we just we just say that. Yeah, I, I, I know. I'm just same someone, same thing with New England. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. You some can't people be don't like, know that some of my listeners may not be hip. So it proceed. So so originally from the DMV area, and also it's kind of an East Coast thing, where within the urban areas we just you know it's it's always been known to just rock North Face. Yeah, same. That's why. And like I just I just grew up with people being stabbed, shot. Rob yeah. over North Face, and it's yeah. just like, yo, what is it with this brand? It's not even like, okay, I'm it's not gonna lie, it's, it's quality. It's but a lifetime guarantee of the garments. You know, you can always mail a jacket back in and get the same true. one free. It's very true. It's very true. It's it's like North Face and Jordans. Jordan, yeah, I never had a pair of Jordans. You know that? Really? Jake the Snake. Fun fact too. What? I know, I know. Never. never? I mean, I'm Boston. I really need this more, but I've had some Nikes, but never Jordans. You've never been a Jordan type of guy, anyways. Never, never. That uh, that Jordan accusatory voice. He's my man, my guest this week. Um, he's a Damage Goods Podcast alum. It's my man Ace Campbell. He's a musician. He's an actor. He's an artist in the true sense of the word, man. Welcome, welcome back, Ace. Ooh, ooh. Do, you, do you have Jordans? Do you have Jordans on right now? No. no I don't I are you retired. I retired. I still have a few pairs back east um, that I need to get rid of, but just classics that I love. Yeah. But other than that, um, nah, man, I retired from that. I, I'm not, I'm not a I used to be such a fashion whore at one point, and I just I can't I can't get jiggy with it. Yeah, I've noticed as I've grown that my uh, I mean I still like care about fashion and stuff like that, but I just I'm into less things, like actual material things. So I, when I do buy garments or something, it's because I do like it and I try to make it something that's my style and that I like to rock. But I just don't want things as much as I used to. I used to like things. Yeah, I don't really like things anymore. Yo, <laughs> it sounds weird. Yo, the awakening of things—it's a real, 
thing it's a, now. It's a blessing because like less is more, right? Not just like in your in your mind and your your life like that, but even just the physical stuff. Yo, I don't like minimalism, man. Minimalism. Uh, Are you a minimalist, Ace? Um, I'm getting to that point. Same here. Progressive I, minimalist. Yo, so I still, I still, so I, I can't lie. I still kind of hoarder things, and you know how how we have like, you know, the spring cleaning. Yeah. So I have that like four times a year. That's it's that's not a bad thing, bro. It's good. Like every season, I like go through all of the shit that I have, and I'm like, all right, what can I get rid of? Because at one point, all right. So the reason why is all right. Once when I maybe before I moved out to L.A., but once when I moved out to L.A. One of my sources of income was to, you know, do property management and cleaning. That's just like something that, you know, I find therapeutic. So I would, I would, you know, have clients. You find I, the cleaning part therapeutic, right? Yes. The clean, the cleaning part I found, I find therapeutic. So, I agree. so, and it's just something about just having a project such as cleaning and just like seeing the, the, the before and after, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Gratification. So, Yo, I've worked with certain people who have so much shit, bro. Like, Hoarders is kind of crazy, yo, bro. Hoarding is such an epidemic. It's like scary. And like, when you walk into a room or an apartment as a hoarders, you, it kind of freaks you the fuck out. Yo, I feel and, like they got bodies under the floorboards <laughs> as well. Yo, I can't even lie. Like scary, dude. I, I've seen a couple things. I mean, yeah, I don't. I use I don't really hoard anything. I guess I, I got really good at getting rid of shit. Um, that's the only upside to moving. I hate moving. I'd rather fucking get punched in the face and have to yeah. move apartments. But at least you get rid of so much shit, and that feels good. And you start new at your new apartment. It's clean, and then goddamn, you you know just take shit in. You know, one of my newer uh, forms of hoarding what you, that what? I'm trying to work on. What is that? Is taking photos and videos on my phone, bro. Okay, I just, I spent like, I don't know how many minutes today erasing shit. I'm like, I don't need these photos. It's a free up space. And you don't like, oh, maybe I really want this one. I'm going to keep it. Yeah, fuck that. You're like, oh, yeah, I could. But it's like, when you think back on it, you're not going to post it for anything, really. Yeah, and if you have, you have already. Right. You know what I mean? And then the the thing is to think about the evolution of our parents used to have like photo albums when they used to go out to like, but yeah. like a, a printer place or Yo, Kinko's yeah, yeah. or whatever. Photo album over here. Yo, and just like. So that's what we should get back to. Yeah. I mean, dude, I just gave my uh, grandmother a present for Christmas. Of our, I was on a European tour recently, and uh, we had like six weeks, uh, 42 days in like 17 countries. And I just took like photos of different shit in the cities and of the shows and shit. And I wrote like little like, I don't know, anecdotes on each one. That's and next dope. to him in this photo album, that made that like real artsy, crafty yeah, present. Yeah. But it was cool. But like, also, she appreciates that. Like, oh, am I going to show my grandmother, email her photos? Right. She don't have a fucking email account, dude. Right. So, you know, I gave her something that she's going to respect and love. And actually, I had fun doing it. And the, yeah. something special about the fit. It's less disposable. Right, right, right. Right. Like, something that she can cherish. You know I think saying? it's also, I had... um God, maybe it was on the radio show, not the podcast, but me and somebody were talking about the experience of... of, of you know, we used to get physical pieces of music, records, CDs, tapes, you know, you as a musician right. understand that. And then when, you know, you and I were kind of in the beginning of that digital age and streaming age coming yeah. on, you know, and there's something different about when you get like a record or, or when you were a kid, a CD or tape holding that shit in your hand and you kind of, I don't know, cherished it more. Like yeah. I listen to albums and stream shit in my playlist and I, some I, I loved and I forgot about him a year later, two years later, because it's just so disposable in that manner. But when I had it, when I would see that record, I'm like, oh, I ain't listened to this in a while. Boom. Yeah, man. And then and then to, you know, to pull out the, you know, the booklet and to go through it and look at all the artwork yeah. and to read, you know, some of them had the lyrics attached. So you used to sit there and just like, you know, read the lyrics and try to like break it down in your yeah. own way. And then in the back, they had like the thank you. Yeah, I used the to like, shout outs. Yeah, shout outs. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then of course, like I'd, I'd sit there and like read all the label stuff, all the little fine print to see if there was like any like coding in there. But more than likely, there wasn't any coding. Just trying but, to decipher, crack the yeah, code. Yeah, just see if there was like, you know, hidden messages, some, you know, conspiracy yeah. theories. I love them, <laughs> dude. Um, so you, Ace, and I was talking before, uh, before we started recording. Um, you're no longer doing the thing with your band right now, right? No, I'm no longer with International Connection. And are you are you no longer doing music right now? You're just doing more of the acting and the other shit. Or? Um, I'm I'm in a transition. Yeah. So this is all right. So y'all didn't I'm, hear that fist bump. We just fist bumped. <laughs> we we need to have like a a sound thing in the middle. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. I'm at a transition. So, it, yo, it's it's crazy. Ever since I was doing my thing in Boston and, um, you know, just performing, recording, 
I would always have people come up to me and be like, yo, you should, you know, like, good job tonight. Y'all, y'all killed it. Speaking of me and my band that I was in, the Urban Nerds, spelled with a Z, uh, the hip hop trio, then eventually a duo that I was in. Um, and they was like, yo, like, y'all did so dope, but yo, you, you brought the fire, my G. Like, yo, you should be a solo artist. And I just, I used to think about it like, I should be a solo artist. And of course, like once when you're young, you don't think about it. You're like, yo, but it's like me and my homies, it's me and my friends yeah. are all here together. Loyalty runs strong and when I'm you're young super and loyal. I'm a Virgo to the I'm a Virgo blend. So I, I'm just super loyal by by my nature. So I just it, it sucks, man, because I used to hear that shit and it used to get to me. And ever since the first time somebody told me that, I've been hearing it more and more up until the day that like, you know my lat you know my last business partner my you know music partner k told me that you know he wanted to settle down with his girl and i was just like yo like spiritually i was just spiritually i i would feel like a burden to try to like yo we got a show tonight and it's like yo we're actually like you know planning wedding shit it's like yeah yo, I, I, Nah. Your weddings are corny, don't fuck. Yo. <laughs> come to the show. Nah. Marriages, who gets married? Marriages for suckers. For statistically, suckers. Statistically speaking, it kind of is, but that is neither here nor there. But continue. Right. So I just, man, I just, uh, so with, with, I put so much. I put ten years into it already. It's crazy to think about. Yeah. I put ten years into this music thing already, and I took a step away from theater, but I, I kind of found the performing art form of it within our live music shows. Yeah. So I kind of brought the two together, but now I'm back in the theater and I still miss music and it's still, I still record, you know what I'm saying? I've been, I, I got some heat in the bag. Yeah. You already know how yeah. we do, you know what I'm saying? So, but it's, I, I'm just, I guess that's kind of one of the reasons why we're having this conversation now is just me being more comfortable in my own skin and not having that that partner alongside the interview, like us piggybacking off of each yeah. other, you know, it's me just, really sitting down and, you and, and being comfortable expressing myself. Cause I've been, you know, I, you know, I, I, I used to sit in the crib by myself when my mother was out working two jobs and I used to just entertain myself. You know what I'm saying? It's that imagination. Yeah, man. And I, I used to just be cool with that. So I've always been somewhat of a, I guess we call it a loner. I've always been somewhat of a loner, but like, you know, once when I realized that I have the gift to be a servant to others, to help people express themselves and to get through whatever it is that they're dealing with, um, this is why I'm here, man. Like, I'm just, I'm ready. I'm ready for the next phase. So I've been doing music a little bit, but I'm more focused on learning the business and the art of film and production and photography and performing arts and yeah. getting back into the That's theater. That's why room, I was so. saying earlier, you're like an artist in the, the true sense of the word because, you know, some people will do one one kind of art, you know, they're just a musician, they're just a whatever, but or just an actor. But, you know, there's people that evolve or grow or transition, as you mentioned earlier, from different things because they're true artists. Like they, they can paint a picture with, with music, they can paint a picture with their hand and a brush yeah. or with their, their facial expressions and their words given to them. Right. You know, like, and that's the illest shit. I love seeing that because it's, I know what that's kind of like. It's, 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 you're still using talents from one of the other arts into the new one, but you're learning new ones, you're yeah. pushing yourself and you're just, you really get to stretch your wings. I think there's, I used to feel like this in music a lot, especially in hip hop, maybe you can, feel where I'm coming from is like it was hard to stretch your wings at times even within the genre just music and hip-hop mm -hmm. just to do different things you feel limited but when you get to like try different things you know within music or within art acting film whatever like yeah. you get to really open up more it feels you feel more of your powers you've exactly. been limited you know it feels really good yeah yeah and that's and that's the that was the the thing about hip-hop so all of and this is kind of the segue of the conversation a little bit but with all these years that I've spent doing music, I've always been a little bit uh, pulled back by things because I'm a young black gay male. Let's just say it for what it is. So to be a young black gay male and to be doing hip hop music, that's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like that's like that's like writing my, you know, my suicidal note. You know what I mean? So, and then also with, you know, my family being from Jamaica. And that, and yeah, and like, I mean, I, I know exactly what Caribbean culture, West Indian culture is like, right. especially right, right, right. Uh, with like homophobic tendencies in a lot of places, just, mm -hmm. you know, not to generalize, but if you know anybody from the islands, that's that's a pretty standard 
few in a lot of places. Yeah. It's, it's not uncommon. Yeah. So um, I just spent a lot of years, although I was out technically to like my friends and family or most of my family, I was still in the closet within my creative realm, so to say. Like I wasn't like I'd, I'd use I'd use me- I, I would use metaphors to kind of hide the fact that like I'm like you wouldn't know if I'm talking about a man or a woman in a right, right, right. Because I would always hide it through storytelling. So I, yeah. you know, what I'm saying with just being a storyteller, with being a writer, being a poet, you know, what I'm saying with being an artist as we are, we can find ways to say what we want to say, yeah. but manipulate the listener by impressive. not really knowing exactly like. Yeah. So a lot of my records, if you were to listen back to them. Um, although I'm telling a story, you know, it's, it still is a, a resemblance of, of myself and, you know, who's a, you know, a beautiful version of, you know, going back, not going back and forth, but expressing both sides is, is Frank, Frank Ocean. Oh, yeah. Frank Ocean. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, it, you know what I'm beast. saying? So it's just like, so and it's like, it's like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want, like, I'm not like trying to push myself to like go on record and be like talking about sucking dick the whole record. But like, you know what I'm saying? But just being more comfortable with just being myself within my own skin. Yeah. And also being a creator. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 like sometimes like like I do like to turn that off. Like when as soon as I hop in the as soon as I get in the in the crib, like as soon as I get turn home. Turn what off? Turn off my the business and the creative room. Oh, oh, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Once when I'm home, I like to be a homebody, I like to, you know, do my Netflix and chill. I like to Do you to find do... that easy to turn off that creative brain? Yeah, yeah. I, I used to I used to not be able to. It all depends yeah. on the environment, man. So I lived in some really challenging environments where, you know, I wasn't able to have my man cave. I wasn't able to have my my own I wasn't able to isolate myself. And like what are what what are these kind of environments if you don't mind sharing? Um just Living in living in situations where, you know, it'd be like like I used to when I first moved out to California, I was living with my homie Connor. Shout out to Connor London. Um, we, you know, we were down in um, OC. Um, ah, beautiful on, on, Orange County. Orange County, and you know, it was like let me see one two three four five. It was like seven or eight of us in like a two bedroom. Damn, you know what I'm saying? And stacked then, in there. Once when I moved out to, you know, I. Some of us were button heads. I moved out to Cali. I just hopped on a bus and just took a two and a half hour bus up to Cal- up to up to L.A. from Orange County, and I just hit up one of my homegirls and just reached out to a few people. <clears throat> it's like, yo, can I couch? I was couch surfing for like a couple months, staying with this crazy lady when I first first moved to L.A. Yo, this crazy lady. I don't even want to say her name because okay, she. Okay, I don't she, want her coming to my house. Nah, and nah, burning nah. My shit down. She, she's into that, that, that thing. You know what I'm saying? You know there's, what I mean? There's a lot of things. I that, don't know. Yo, but she's into that thing. We're like, you know what I'm saying? You <clears throat> speak their name a few times, and you know they might, you know, oh, okay. not like Beetlejuice, yeah, but yeah, like yeah, some, yeah. We don't need the candy. Nah, man nah. You know how I LA, mean, you know how LA is, man. They yeah. got you know the gypsies nah, and I, you know, the spiritual people. So I just yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I am very blessed to have spent that time with her because it helped me to break down that naive perception of what moving out to California really is and moving out to LA really is. You know what I'm saying? She didn't shut down my dreams, but I was like coming from the East. We're just naturally like we move differently. You know what I'm saying? We move very like paranoid in a sense out here. Everybody's kind of laxy daisy. You don't have to look over your shoulder as much. So I came out here thinking, oh, I'm good. I'm away from D.C., Maryland area. I, yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm good. I'm not in Southeast Boston anymore, so yeah. I'm good. I'm not in New York anymore, yeah. so I'm good. But that, but then she mentally manipulated me to do, you know what I'm saying, to finesse me. So then I'm like, oh, shit, like I got played? Like I've only been out here for not even a year Damn. yet. You know what I'm saying? So it was just those things that. And then eventually living in a four bedroom crib with like nine of us. At one point, we had some of the homies flying out. Then at one point, it's like yeah, twenty of us. No, no place to zone out. No place to escape. No place. BAs. No place. I wonder if, if those two different living situations, or even when you were couch surfing, did you feel like you were still hiding a part of who you were, or like you know, like keeping something part of you reserved because you didn't maybe know these people very well, or there were so many of you, or 
Did you like? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like certain people knew, but it's like, even with people that have known me, that don't know, it's like, it's like a new chapter. But it, but it's not like a new chapter. It's like it's a new chapter to them. But it's like I have to. It's almost like I have to reread a part of my book to somebody that I've already been through. That's Does a, that make that's sense? That's a good way to put it, dude. Yeah. It's like, like really yo, I've already it. we've already moved past that. You know what I'm saying? Like if you want to, like you can. But then I found myself like that's interesting. Like man. not finding validation, but I I found myself like um having to explain myself to people. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, oh, you're fashionable, but you're like masculine. And like, you may be gay, but you don't seem gay. So what are you? So, you know what I'm saying? But instead of just like being like up front and being like, yo, like what's your sexual preference or what yeah. team do you play for? You know what I'm saying? It's just like people just like, you know, creep around the corner or just like, oh, hey, like, you well, know, you, you got are, a girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. People are scared to be yeah, uh, you got any kids? blunt, like, dude. People are very scared to kind of be that bold because they're f scared of repercussions and yeah. shit, you know, or how the other person's going to react in general. Right. So they kind of, it's like a passive aggressive way to like tiptoe around it. But as the person on the other side, like yourself, when you, I can always kind of feel when someone, I know what they want to get at or they want to get at something, but they're pussyfooting around it, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? They're tiptoeing and you'd be like, I'm a motherfucker, what's up? Man? What, 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 what do you want? What yeah. you want to ask, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm kind of king of that, you know. I, <laughs> I love being around the bush. I don't love it. I just I guess it's just. Oh, you're my, a king of beating around the bush. With certain things, I just I guess it's just my creative storyteller mode. I just like to instead of just telling you that the sky is blue, yeah. I like to talk about like. Well, that's different though. I feel like that's an artistic way. But to, certain people to tell perceive it as that though. Okay. I can see that. You're like, yo, like, you don't have to be around the bushes. Get straight to it. And yeah. It's like, oh, okay, sorry. Like, that's like a very Charles Bukowski writer esque thing, you know. When some writers write in like a more vague, man, we could be taken as vague or abstract, but it leaves more interpretation, you know. Certain films are so straightforward when you watch them, you know exactly what happened. There's sometimes people watch films and they have to ask, what did they mean by that? Or right. like uh, this Darren Aronofsky movie, Mother. It's it's there's, mm. there's like metaphors and things and stuff. It's deeper than just the service level. And you know, I think both ways when we're talking in art is cool but i think when it comes to just personal things like i this person has a question they're not trying to be creative ask you that question they just are being timid or or, right. or they don't want to offend people people like feel bad not knowing shit there's no crime in not knowing it's not even a crime to not know and not want to know but you're kind of you know you it's okay to not know something but like to like be scared don't be an idiot and not ask you know what i'm saying but you know also people to, don't want to be offensive with, but with that um, preconceived results is something that we deal with. You know what I'm saying? Like, true. Like for me, for me, <laughs> for me explaining my story, I used to be like, yo, I'm going to like, for an example, my mother, I'm going to tell my mother that I'm gay on this day at this time. And she might respond like this way. So I'm going to react this way. Or if she does yeah. this way, I'm going to react this way. So I'd have like plan A, B, and C down packed. Oh. And then it, it actually didn't end up going the way that I thought at all. So it just like completely like threw me off guard. So I didn't even know. Like I was, just, you know, so that's just to piggyback off of yeah. what you were saying. So it's like a lot of times in conversation, instead of just saying it for what it is and just, you know, being open to the reaction to it. You know, a lot of the times we, you know, have preconceived. True. you know thoughts of like how people are going to take what we say yeah that's that i only leaves more anxiety and shit because you're you're building it up in your head what you think you're going to encounter then how am i going to react to her reaction or, and you know that's it's that's when like our imaginations especially as creators when we have powerful imaginations it works for good things but it could also be destructive in some ways like you start imagining the scenarios yeah, man. oh man that shit gets fucking and i'm and I, and I care that's yeah. that's another big thing so i'm learning to say fuck it more. Yeah, it's tough, <laughs> but it feels good. It's hard to say. It's hard to say fuck the people think. Yeah. People say, act like it's so easy to not yeah. give a fuck. But the problem is most of us do give a fuck, which is not a bad yeah, thing. But it is liberating. Yeah. It yeah. Is it's just just being sensitive to I just I, I love I love people and I love things and I love <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just I'm a lover, I'm a lover type of guy. So yeah. I just I just I care. Good vibes. I just cared I've been caring too much. So I just Well, you don't want to care too much where you don't care about yourself. You gotta care about your ace is you know what I'm saying? You gotta and take that's I mean dude, I'm the worst at self love. So yo. don't I'm not over here preaching and judging because that's one thing I'm always trying to be putting myself 
first sometimes not like selfishly like if yeah. i have food and you don't i'm eating in front of you i, I can't do that I'll give you half my plate but i mean like, you know doing favors for friends of people or doing other things that maybe aren't the best for you because there's something else you really need to do and not yeah. like lay on the couch watch a movie or go get drunk but like something that's really healthy in therapy like no i really should go to this hike of this therapy talk or i need to go to this art show or like yeah. things you need to do for yourself yeah. more than just helping the other boy yo man and and that's and that's one of the main reasons why i'm i moved away you know what i'm saying like i found so you're less gay because you got less people to help now that you don't know them as well right i have less people to help i have less people yeah. in my fucking grill you, you know what i'm saying especially you, with family especially with family i love oh, my yeah. family to death no, no, no. but though it's it's tough to say no and, and it can suck you dry man i've seen it happen so many times yo people, especially friends coming, and family you know what I'm saying? especially dry. coming from the situation I'm, I'm in right now especially in my skin it's just like yo like i'm i'm thinking that you know i'm ready for one of my uncles or my cousins to beat me over the head once when they find out that i'm have any of your family members re reacted in such a real um i don't know disgusted angry way or violent or just disgruntled nah, disappointed man. nah man i've been i've been super 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 blessed to be able to have such a great support i mean there's been uncomfortable conversations as i think is expected probably yeah there, there's there are definitely uncomfortable conversations with certain family members you know what i'm saying especially like the the men in the family yeah like, that's where i mean i'm assuming it would come from both sides but more predominantly the men yeah they'd be like oh so i heard uh you be doing them things over there with uh them, them men so what's going on with that and i'd be like oh yeah yeah i, I suck dick like what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> i want to see the look on their faces when you said that yo but it, it 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 had to get to a point where I just all right. So before I say that, preconceived, I thought that I would be hated by my whole family. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I thought, you know, I thought that they would not accept me at all. My aunt, my aunt Jeannie, shouts out to Aunt Jeannie. She is the first one to be like, you know, Aaron, if if you like guys, you can like guys. And I was in high school and I like I just came home one day and she was just she was like, Hey, I was like, Hey, Auntie Jenny. And she's I guess she I had just hanging out with a friend or whatever and just she she was like, Aaron, listen. She was like, Hey, if you like guys, you can like guys. And I'm like, What? Okay. And I just left. And I just I was like, yo, like I freaked out because I was like, How does she know? I thought I was playing cool, I thought I was playing smooth. But it's like, yo, like women know. You know what I'm saying? Women know, and I was raised by women. Women got great uh, senses. Like my girl's gaydar is inc like incredible, but not just. She's got great instincts. My yeah, girl yeah. has great instincts for everything, and like women, I think do have. I think that's that primal shit. They're good at reading uh, energies and yeah. shit like that. Yeah, man. and I'm and I'm very blessed to have been raised by by majority women, and like you know what I'm saying. As far as the men, it was just my cousins. So it was like and they were like your peers more like like your age yeah, and shit. Right? Yeah, so yeah. we raised each other. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We raised each other in that sense, and like, like, oftentimes I'm I'm realizing more now and now and now that I'm or now and now now that I'm older that, um, we don't we haven't really given each other prop uh props to for having raised ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, came from a very interesting situation as everybody does, and it's just like yo like. We forget that like a lot of the things that we deal with now, once when we're older, we try to figure out like, why do I have PCSD? Why do I have, you know, this mental health issue? Why do I have anxiety? Why do I have, you know what I'm saying? Why can't I sleep right? Why can't, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of that stems from your childhood. The fuck yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I've just been having more dialogue and more conversations like that. Like, yo, for New Year's Day, right? I was like, yo, I'ma call my grandmother. I crawled my grand. My grandmother isn't the type of grandmother that's like, oh, send birthday cards and Christmas cards and holiday cards. Nah, my grandmother's like, yo, you call me when you want to. If not, I'll see you. I might see you during the holidays. If not, you won't hear from me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's before I moved out to California, it's probably been like five years since I talked to my grandmother. And she's just like, yo, like, I did what I had to do. So I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> she clocked out. Yo, she clocked yo, out. Yo, lady clocked out. Yo, she's like, it's my turn. It's my turn to do me. Yeah, yeah. And dude, yo, if you make it past fifty, you earn that sixty. You got grandkids. You yo, clock and the I was just, out. and I would look at other people's, you know, parents I'm and grandparents' situations. Right yo, facts, bro. I was like, yo, <laughs> I'm gonna cut you off. But Jake the Snake's definitely not a clock out. In his <laughs> mid thirties. Continue, though, Ace. Yo, we're in a generation where we could though. 
I mean, yeah, I guess it's so. kind of scary. To I think still got about too many people that rely on me, and I don't even. I'm not even married with kids. That's fucking. It's crazy, crazy right? That's why I want to get married and have kids, and now I can be like, "Yo, listen, motherfuckers, I can't do shit for you. Right. I got a fucking infant right. grabbing my ankle. Right. Sorry, that's the best way to get out of the doing <laughs> shit for everybody. Yo, my ankle's mad busy right now. I can't eat. Yo, I, yeah. let me call you back. Never yo, call it's back. The best. I can never ask my friends with kids for shit now because nah. they be like, "Suck a dick, motherfucker. I got right. shit to do." <laughs> right. Anyway, so you called grandma on New Year's Day. Yo, so I, I called Gra- I called Graham Dukes on New Year's Day. And I remember when I first moved out to Cali three years ago, she called me out of, out of the blue. And she was like, Aaron, she was like, I'm so proud of you that you moved away from that sickness. Don't you ever. She, she didn't say fucking because she's religious. Sweet. Lady. She's all about the Jesus. Hell the Jesus yeah. is. She was like, don't you move back. Don't ever move back. She was like, don't move back until either you have something to prove or it's for work. I was like, yo, OG's a, preaching. But she important. she was, my grandma my, on my mother's side, she was always the one to pull me, not pull me to the side, but her and I gravitated always whenever, like, when I was younger and we'd have, like, family functions and shit and she'd be sitting at the dinner table. She's sitting on the couch or whatever. She's telling story, going through story time. And I I would sit there and just, like, be listening, listening. Oh, the Bridget, the British and, the, you know, Scott, the Scots, they came and they came to Jamaica and they did it. She would constantly tell yeah. the story, tell the story, tell the story. So I, when I called her on New Year's Day, I was like, Grandma, thank you. Like, I'm starting to do like my self-education on where I come from. And now I get now I'm starting to get what you were what you were trying to mold into us uh. with the, the stories that you were telling. She yeah. was like, yeah, because the rest of them, they don't care about what me and they that. She was like, yo, she was just telling me how important it is and we need to know where we come from. Cause I think it's very important. Yeah. And I was just like, and she was like, you know, she was like, you know, out of all of the kids that I helped bring to America, because she was one of the first ones, she was like, you know, out of all of the kids that I brought to America and helped raise, broke my back for, she was like, you know, none of them said thank you. Ugh. I was like, yo. Damn. Ugh. That's a rough one. It's that lack of gratitude must be hurting. I was like, yo. And the thing is, it's like, even when I, you know, you know, of course, like we having, you know, family talk sometimes and, you know, whenever she's not around, everybody talking shit about grandma sometimes because, because, you know, she tell the stories or she have the long prayers, not like to be getting on her, but like to be like, oh, uh-huh. Oh, grandma, oh, okay, here yeah, she I go. Like, oh, uh, grandma. Clowning on her shit. Yeah, clowning, right. clowning, clowning. You yeah, know what I'm right. saying? But in a sense, like, it's still a form of like hate, disrespect. Yeah, like at the, at the most minimal disrespect. Yeah, like you like, know what I'm saying. Like motherfucker, this woman did X, Y, and Z for you, and yeah, man. I just, I just, I wanted to have that type of dialogue with her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm a you know younger, younger grown man now, or younger yeah. grown. You gotta, man. I, I do hate disrespect of, of elders, like within the family that have done things for you and came before you, like that shit, that lack of. Gratitude is. I got on my on my younger cousins once um, for like he hadn't spoke to my grandmother in a while because of some dumb shit. His mom and my grandmother were beefing my aunt, and he ain't nothing nothing to do with it. But he didn't speak to her for like almost a year. I called Ooh. a little cousin. I, we used to wrestle all the time. We used to whoop his ass. Oh yeah. One yeah, time on Thanksgiving, I slammed the door on his torso as we were wrestling through the hall. All in fun. We were like, he's a strong kid. We were right. playing. Right. Anyway, I called. I was like, yo, man, you need to fucking call our grandmother, dude. Like, what, what the fuck? I don't care what your mom and her are going to... And all, it's all peace to him. Her yo, mom and my grandma made crazy. up. But I was like, yo, just call her. Or when I see you, I'm fucking you up, dude. Right. You know, this woman did so much for you and me. And so, you know, like, yeah. Did that, he call? That, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he did. did. Thank you. He know how to fucking... Yeah. I would have delivered. I'm a man of my word. Looking out the window, making sure... Yeah. <laughs> I would have loved it. I would want to make him scared for a week. Right. But, you know, like... Especially when you came, like my grandma come from another country too, and, right. and, and, and like the fucking plights that they like, I feel like a pussy at the time complaining about anything about like the plights that not my my parents' age, but my grandparents yeah. had to deal with, especially yeah, when you man. come from another country. So to not get that gratitude back from people you help, I'm sure just fucking burns. Yeah, man, it's gotta burn, man. Yeah, man. So it's just like that's that's the headspace that I've kind of been in. It's just like yo, like just soaking in more like historic, like energy and just really like knowing where we come from not even just myself but also like taking care of myself more and then also just like just giving man like this is my year of like giving hell fucking taking care of myself and just giving yo like you did come bearing gifts ace brought me um 
some delicious fruits. We got some mangoes, some baby mangoes, some ginger. And then Ace, Ace fucking disrespects me. He's like, hey, uh, Jake, I don't know. Have you ever heard? Do you know about plantains? This motherfucker hands me a plantain. It's like, dude, my girl, A, my girl's Dominican, so we stay with plantains. But I grew up eating them anyway. But yes, I, Ace, you're giving. You, you're living up to your words, right? And you can't Yo, do with gifts, bro. I just... I- I love it. I don't want. I, that I was just, so funny. He I looked just, at me like he looked at me like he's like this dumb white motherfucker doesn't know shit. Nah, Can't nah. Have you ever heard of a plantain? Nah, because yeah, I know, I know, I know you're hip. I know you're I hip. Know, I, I know you're hip. I, I just mean, wasn't I sure. Too. Oh hell yeah. And the thing is, and the thing is, I didn't know your girl was from. That's oh, all good. You know what I'm Yo, saying? You gotta come over one time. I'll, she'll make plantains 18 different ways for you. Come over. Yo. I like so in the fine. islands where I, you know, like I grew up in Nevis and in Jamaica and Nevis eat plantains the same way. In the West Indies, it's usually the sweet plantain, like which is the yellow one. And in Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico. Cuba, they'll eat that, but they'll also eat the, the unripe one, like yep. the ones that the green, the green joints ones, I have up yeah. there. And make like that's when you they can mold it yeah. in a harder like texture, fried form, and you can make so much shit out of yeah, it, man. man. Yeah, oh, man. Now I'm hungry for plantains. Right. <laughs> Yo, they're mad. You you can live off water and plantains and banana for like weeks. Yeah. I mean, I don't advise it. Don't go on this diet, but but, nah. but damn, you're on an island and you can get some fresh water and plantains. Yeah, man. You know, it, and that's that's another thing too. It's just like yo, like we. It's been it's, the conversation has been going on and on so much now, like the vegan versus not vegan. Yeah. The, Are you? The, what do you the, what's your the, health dietary restrictions? Um, I'm open, man. I'm 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 I mean, I'm, health, I'm health conscious. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying if you slap some por- pork loins on the table, I'm not touching that. Okay, but would you, you know eat like saying? eat fish? On occasion, certain fish. I'm, I've been I've been cutting it down. Yo, this government Poetry. shutdown shit's crazy, yo. Oh, yeah, I know. They I'm trying to come back you know through customs. They're not, they're it took not, me like eight hours. Yeah, they're not, they're not testing a lot of things. I mean, well, they, I they, mean yo, we first back, off, we... the FDA ain't ever reliable. They are the most right. unreliable. <laughs> Just because an FDA approved stickers on that, that doesn't mean shit. Because they let through a lot of drug, pharmaceutical right. drugs that'll kill you. They don't let through a lot of shit that would save you. So when right. it says FDA approved on the food, that doesn't mean dick. That don't mean, yeah. So I, I, but you, you would eat meat or flesh of an animal occasionally? I do. I do. I do. I'm I'm more spiritually connected, or I'm so you feel I'm guilty. on the I'm on the route of it. You so I just I just make sure I I repent and just yeah. you know give my give my praise to the yeah. spirit of. But you know it's crazy though, bro. So during the ho- this past holiday season of 2018, I was like, yo. So my partner he he loves to you know have certain type of dishes during the holiday season as you know just traditional yeah, yeah. yeah traditional what's his like cultural background uh, like traditional because that always defines german traditions. german and spanish okay mm-hmm. so i'm sure they have some big feast heavy, oh, heavy oh, meat yeah. infused oh, foods yeah. the spaniards oh, yeah. love them some pork oh, products yeah, too so yeah so we had so we had some lamb Lamb is a tasty, yo, a we, tasty fucking we, animal. We made some bomb ass lamb so yo. you'll eat like that when it uh, <clears throat> when it calls for it right? absolutely absolutely so the thing is, for, for mentioning that, so before that, I was chilling on like the the heavier meats. I was only really doing like salmon if I did fish, you know, just mainly like fruits, vegetables, you know, turkey breasts, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, light, lean. Lean, lean diet. During holiday season, you know, you're visiting people, people oh, cooking. Pound Yo, packet every, goes down. Bro, every time that I ate meat. My dreams were so fucking lucid. That's interesting. Yo, That's interesting. my dream, my dreams have already been crazy. Now, was it meat of any kind or just like red meat and the shit? The heavier the meat, the, the hev- more uh, crazy my dream was. That's interesting, man. I'm talking about like if I if I had red meat the night before, I'm having dreams of like violence. Murder, and yeah, like, I was gonna like, say. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, like yo, that's an out. interesting one, man. I gotta. So I've been on like two weeks without red meat. And uh, don't worry, it's not forever, listeners. But um, like you were even concerned. Right. But uh, but like I, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna look at my dream. Look at I'm gonna try to re- recollect my dreams a little more now and see that uh, because I've been eating really light lately, just in lieu of some stomach things. And I haven't really been dreaming as much, but I've been sleeping pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Sleeping real peaceful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also had some other things I've been really keeping on my diet. So I wonder how because you know they say even about smoking weed it'll have a big effect on your dreams or lack thereof and yeah. smoke a lot of weed before I go to bed. And I don't usually, I always have night terrors that I remember where dreams I hmm. sometimes don't. Yeah. Although the night terrors have been so minimal in the last year, it's great. It's yeah, yeah. great. Yeah, it's, you know, the dream realm that, well, they're, they're saying now, you know, within the spiritual community that we're getting closer and closer to um, blending dimensions. That's why, you know, a lot of people have been feeling, that's why we've been feeling the way we've been feeling. Like what you do know, you a mean? lot of, like the, 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 you know, between, 
religions based off of spirituality. So just the spirits have just been, you know, kind of, yeah, you know, speaking more just because there's been so much corruption and there's a lot of shit going on in the world. So, you know, mother, mother nature's not happy and, you know, uh, yeah, the, spirit, yeah, yeah. the spirits are, are rebelling and it's, it's a whole deeper thing. We don't got to go into that, but you know, intense. Yeah. I mean, my, I kind of, I kind of want to like have clearer dreams, you know, it, it's, it feels, I don't know. It's interesting when I can remember a dream, like the details of it, it's, it's fun for some reason, because then sometimes you'll have a dream and you can't even like, you remember it, but you can't remember it. Like, you usually can't articulate it to yeah. anybody. It's like knowing what some shit looks like and how it plays out, but not knowing how to say and explain it to anybody. And it's, bro, it's kind of frustrating sometimes for me. Bro, like every other every every other night, like if I go to bed like dead sober, like oh yeah, I can expect at least like three or four dreams. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm sure substances definitely have an impact. Oh on yeah, man. You know I'm, you know, sippy, sippy, sippy on my side, so I'm, I'm getting, you know. Nice. So whenever, whenever I go to bed, like a little tipsy or, or drunk or blacked out, whatever, I don't really get blacked, <laughs> blacked out. Blacked out. <laughs> but, yeah. but also because you know I spent so many years like going ham, like especially when I was in college and shit, I'd go ham and like all of those years of like suppressing my subconscious. You know, all of that is yeah. like coming back. I'm sure it's you know coming out in droves oh now too. Oh my gosh, bro! Like, uh. yo, like I've, I've I've been keeping a journal of most of most of my dreams. Some of them, I, I just some of them I remember. Yeah, like, I've always wanted rip. to try that, man. I know a lot of people say that's a real good way to to kind of I don't know, just healthy. Whenever you completely that. detox of like everything, oh, that's and a just, tough one. <laughs> then yo yo, trust me, it's 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 it'll, it'll come back to you. Yeah. I, I don't know if you'd want that though, because it. There's gonna be some things. Oh, dude! Gonna... I mean, I, I go in. And I got an ayahuasca ceremony tomorrow, man. Oh, I'm oh, always real? down to face my shit. I mean, I do it all the time. Not all the time, but often enough. Uh, and I don't. I always get nervous about it. Uh, I mean, I'm nervous about the one tomorrow, and that'll be my my 23rd time. But I'm more nervous about it because some time had gone by. But it's like you know, f facing those things, like you're saying, things coming in your head. Like it's scary. It's intense, but it's therapeutic ultimately in the end you know that, yeah. that's what you hope and strive for so yeah i'm 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 ready for that oh yeah oh well i'm not i mean i'm not ready for tomorrow but i am i don't know why i feel so resistant in psychoanalysis yo, they call it a resistance yo you know what's crazy is that like i was having on and off like a couple times like like every now and then um i'll have conversations with friends who you know with being in the music industry people you know people do the dmts yeah. and then the shrooms and all oh, that yeah. shit so yo i haven't the done kids are doing the dmt and them, the them pills and things and those psychedelics <laughs> back in my day yeah <laughs> but yo i haven't done any of that shit like oh. you know what i'm saying like and my homegirl she was telling me a couple weeks ago she was like yo ace like you haven't done anything like she was like, "You're you're such the you know the shroom type of guy. Yeah, you're the, you're like the trippiest. I would have assumed that you type had of too. Fool. Nah, nah. I guess my spirit has already been through it. But it's true. I mean, know. there's no need to do things unless you really want. Yeah, it definitely expanded my mind a lot. I've just never been exposed. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean? You don't know anyone who has mushrooms? Is that what you're saying? There was one party in Boston. I remember um, this loft party that I went to in this warehouse in, <laughs> in Austin, in Austin, Massachusetts. I bet I know what warehouse that was. There, I knew I used to go to loft parties out there. Yo, the one that was all the way in like the back, back of like this industrial. Yeah, that's where all they all are near Yo. the storage facilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> so we, of course, we was you know room hopping and shit. There, we went to this one room. And like, yo, like this guy had like a not a Ziploc bag, but like a like a sandwich bag with some stuff in it. And there's things like I don't know if things were crawling in it, but or if that was just me just high like and drunk and shit. You don't need any more shrooms, bro. You're yo, I was looking at that shit, and he was like, "Yo, you want something?" I was like, "Nah, I'm good." Like, what's that crawling in there, bro? Like, I don't know if it was crawling, or I don't know if I was just high as shit, but I just I don't know. Like, it it, it has been presented to me, even like ecstasy, like. Nothing, nothing. I just smoked weed and drank. Hey, well, it works for you. But, no, no need to. But when it comes to that, the natural, you know, real shit, that's what I'm trying to dive into, which is why I hit you up about the, you know, ayahuasca and, you I mean, know. Yeah, mushrooms are natural too. I know. That's you're like, you're like, yeah, bro, you should probably go this first. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, you know, ayahuasca shit is intense and I I experienced a lot of other psychedelics before that. And nothing, none of those really truly prepare you. It's what people would say, but I feel like I was better prepared if I hadn't, you know, had ever had other psychedelics in my realm. 
I don't I don't think I have any like deep dark well maybe maybe you know, from past lives but it's true I mean it's not even just deep dark I mean it's just therapy I don't know. it's just I'm, healing you're just receiving I'm, healing I mean I, I I love to challenge my mental ability yeah, and what it is I'm just at a transition in my life where like I'm tired of like questioning like certain things you know what I'm saying I'm ready to just like mm. go for it you know yeah. what I'm saying so, I mean, when you when you go out doing all, all these gigs, and I'm about acting. to be thirty this year. Oh shit! So what does that mean? My homegirl told me last night. She was like, "Ace, you need to put together a 30, 30 before thirty list." What the fuck does that mean? You thirty things that you want to accomplish before thirty. Does it count that you already did these things? Or you have to be 30? I guess it does. Okay, I guess it does. Say you got to start now. You gotta yo, I, yo, I'm it's losing time, bro. <laughs> when you do all the acting gigs and shit, do you like? Do you drink or smoke anything, or do you just keep it kind of like sober before those to stay on point? Um, like nah, most early most the next day because you shoot early, right? Yeah, so most like of, you can't yeah, be. Yeah, most over. of my acting, most of most, yeah, pretty much all of the acting stuff that I've done have all been um, sober, dead sober. I make sure like two nights before I detox. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I get you know a good night's sleep, make sure I'm clear, make sure I you know focus. Do a little bit of writing, get my my memory jogging a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't fuck around with it. especially when there's money on the table. Like I don't fuck around yeah, with that. Like, it's, it's of course, there have been times when like I fooled around or like have shot like some film and like you know some homies and I just like playing around and like whatever. You know, but get, the more serious shit, the jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With acting, I've always. I mean, that that was one of my first loves, other than dancing. You know what I'm saying? So I just I I've always taken that like I've always found that my best work is when I'm like super clear and like tuned in. Yeah. Now when it comes to music, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know that yeah, green room be stacked. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's a whole nother shit. No, it's, I know. A, it's a level, you know. I know. Yeah, it's a, it's funny how like you know you don't really hear that a lot of actors being too faded during the acting, but like musicians are get fucked up during recording, performing process, writing processes. Yeah. What's what, what's the um the latest shit you worked on like acting wise? If you can share. Yeah, yeah. Uh let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I've done. I've yo. I kind of went ham since I since I've been out here. And like a lot of the stuff is like starting to Good. like the work is finally starting to like you know be oh, released. Oh, nice. Oh, I you see. Know what I'm saying stuff that got done. That was yeah, you know, you know, you know, you know, you got to worry about post production and yeah. you know what I'm saying. So you people like, oh, you shot a movie? Okay, cool. So it's coming out tomorrow, right? He's like, hold on, play Like, he <laughs> still got to. Yeah, it takes a yeah. Sometimes movies never come out. Like yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. So shouts out to my boy, Othello Banassi. That's a crazy um, old name. Yo, he's OG, yo. He's a he's a goat. He's a goat in his realm. He He's um he's on his, his young African Spike Lee shit. And I don't even know what that means. I just. <laughs> but he's um he's a photographer. And he he's diving into the film world, and he we shot his his first short film last year, and um, you know we're pretty much pretty much ready to roll. So we're gonna be you know we're gonna be at all the film festivals this oh, year, yeah. and it's called uh, it's called I Got Five, and um, I'm not gonna give you too too much, but it's pretty much speaking of it's pretty much diving into the culture of. Uh, sports, particularly basketball, within the urban communities, and how you know, you know how the relationships between people could be affected. You know, within that realm, it's like, yo, it's like you and I, we play ball together, so we're brothers. But then there's like beef because this person, because you don't, you don't like that person's cousin, and that you know what I'm saying. So it's 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 like it's just diving into the. You know, not only the the politics behind basketball. There's a movie. There's a movie that is out now called Amateur that kind of talks about, kind of talks about that as well. Like how, you know, scouts be fucking over these yeah. kids and how they kind of pre, how they kind of like put them in like pre college programs just to kind of just to like get get a one up and then they're the ones who put them on and then they get a paycheck from it. yo. It's a uh, whole under, it's a whole black market with yeah. young athletes out here. So. Y'all definitely make sure y'all do your homework if you're an athlete out there. And um, also, I've you know, it's it's a lack of training out here, man. Yo, like these kids, yo, it's it's microwave season. <laughs> it's microwave season, man. Like you know, I also work with um, I do assistant basketball coaching. Ace does uh, everything. This motherfucker doesn't do not nothing. 
Yo, I'm trying to I'm trying to get into capoeira soon. Oh shit, that's my shit. I got some people I can recommend for you. Yo, it's good. I mean, I don't do it, but I got some homies. Yeah, I'll put you all yeah, uh, put you in touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah, break to, dance fighting, I'm baby. Trying to, I'm, break trying to, dance I'm trying to get right. I'm trying to be like, uh, what's his name from Tekken? You remember that dude? I do remember Tekken, but I don't remember the dude. Is that is that one dude who used to do that little like? I don't yeah, know. Where? Maybe it was Tekken. Maybe it was. It was Tekken. It was. It was like the older Tekken. Oh, but um. Getting back to basketball. So, so yeah. So, just shot that film. I got five. And, you know, with me being, me, with me working with Hoop Prodigy right now, um, shouts out to Justin and Coach Poncho. Um, you know, they, they've been, they've been really breaking down the fundamentals of the game. And, you know, we do private lessons at the moment, you know, pretty much any age range. Well, the youngest we can probably, you know, go into is like five. Mm. Four or five, you know, we 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 want to make sure that they're able to hold the basketball first before we can, yeah. you know, what I'm saying. And same thing, we don't want nobody too old, where you know, what I'm saying, out there with crutches or out there with a with a cane trying to multitask. Yeah. But um, no, it's, it's been a beautiful thing because um, we've been able to. It's more than just basketball. It's more than sports. It's it's you know, it's a form of mentoring. Yeah, it's a I was going to say, I was using that word. It's a great word to use, mentorship. Yo, it's, it really is, man, because you know. Some of these kids are dealing with some really horrible coaches. You know what I'm saying? The coaches that are just in it for the dollar. And because they're in it for the dollar and lack history and or knowledge of like how to play ball, or like the, the, you know, how to play the game, they just, they just tell them to get out there and shoot threes. You know what I'm saying? So now you got a whole generation of kids who they just want to do all the dribbling. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or they just want to shoot like Curry, you know what I'm saying? Or Clay Thompson. They just, you know what I'm saying? They so so it, it lacks a it. There's a huge lack of um. It's kind of not even just with sports, bro. It's really just with everything. And, and you know, our generation lack of guidance. Yeah, lack of, of guidance, in, guidance. In, the, in the world, you yeah. know. And our generation is is the generation to kind of bridge that. And I've, I'm realizing now that you know we have the voice, kind of literally, to to help to bridge that because the older generation is like, nah, fuck that. Like we don't got time for none of that hip hop or hippity hop or yeah. none of that ignorant. Like, you know, these kids, <laughs> these kids are so on the go. These kids have no time for none of that. These yeah. kids, you know, they're dealing with trying to put together a video in 10 seconds so that they can post it and, you know, be silly. Yeah. Versus, well, everything moves so fast now. Yeah. You know, because of things like technology and stuff that, you know, doesn't help slow it down at all. Yeah. And we, you know, we come from, we come from working with our hands from between working with our hands and you know also seeing the the rise of technology you know seeing the rise of you know computers and the internet and you know we've we've been very blessed to be able to see and have experienced both sides so we're kind of like the goats in a sense because we're the ones to, to to keep the glue and it goes back to what you were talking about about giving and shit like just the year you giving so that's just like a huge form of giving when you work with you know programs like that yeah Kind of, I don't know, communal aspects about that shit. Yeah, and man. Just speaking, like you know, the broader thing, like teaching the next generation. That's giving, right? There. Yeah, yeah. And we we could, you know, because sometimes I'm just like, man, I don't. I just get selfish. I, I'm just like, yo, like I don't have time to be babysitting nobody, and it's it's. And draining. sometimes you don't. It's draining. It's draining, bro. Like just even yeah. just even receiving the information is draining. <laughs> so then imagine trying to receive the information and then to you know teach people that shit like. I can't imagine how tired like Martin Luther King was or like, you know what I'm saying? Or like It's exhausting, man. That's why you get few of people that, you know, kind of grow to those platforms and those, those, that size of it. Yeah. It's, it's really draining. It's exhausting. You know, it's interesting. I met, um, um, he ain't going to hear this. I'm, I ran into, uh, <laughs> Yo, I, was, I was on, <laughs> I was on, a, I was on a video. I've been doing a lot of like uh, production work for like videos yeah. and music videos and like shorts. Um, so I uh, I met Wale the other day. You know, he, Fellow he used DMV to dude, yeah too. yeah he used to be in and out of Boston. So I actually we actually opened up for him way back in the day when he was touring with like Big Sean when they first came out when that backpack rap was like a big thing. Yeah, and um, I remember like just kind of like feeling his energy and just like feeling the energy of like the other artists that he was that did the collaboration with the video with. And I just, I don't know. I was just like, damn, yo, like, 
it must suck. Like I wanted to just, I just wanted to pull him to the side and be like, "Yo, do you even love this shit anymore?" Why you just look super jaded? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's not a it's not a it's not an attack on him because at the, the end of the day, he has to do what he has to do as a signed artist, as a job at this point. Yeah. And I guess that's one of the reasons why I took a step back and like why I'm why I'm very careful on the moves that I make from here on out as a musician. You know what I'm saying? Like anything else, it's already set in stone. Like I can just hop on. I can just get casted for a character and just play that character. You know what I'm saying? I could, you know, buy a canvas, have an idea for a canvas and paint whatever the fuck I want on it. You know what I'm saying? With music, it's a little, it's a lot more sensitive because you're giving your all mm-hmm. to, you're putting your all on the table for people. Your and then now, and now it's like, now it's like, yo, it's like a sick thing. Thing, like a beautifully sick like realm to be in because yo like there's you have no privacy you know what i'm saying you really yeah. you know what i'm saying you really don't have privacy like and i enjoy my like as we were talking about yeah. earlier like we enjoy coming to the crib and just post it up and just i like, think people who don't get privacy suffer you know and that's like one of the drawbacks to fame in any realm of the arts or whatever being well known in anything it's it, when you don't have that privacy i feel like a lot of why a lot of those people maybe when they have those breakdowns or they lash yeah, out or spaz or start acting crazy because that energy manifests itself in unhealthy ways because yeah. they don't have the luxury that certain people have to pull back to isolate to shut down or maybe you know you got to go fucking on a vacation to some secret island and still you depending on how famous you are you might have to deal with paparazzi or someone recognizing yeah, you man. when you go down the street or whatever yeah i used to i used to like always wanted to be in a in a festival with like twenty thousand people in front of me and just like rocking out. And now when I see videos of that, I just like I get anxiety just watching <laughs> that shit, bro. Like, yo, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like the la- the past probably like four years, nah, uh, yeah, four years, maybe five, um, that I was doing that I was performing. Yo, I used to get crazy anxiety beforehand. Like once when I got on stage, I was good. But that's but like kind of normal. Beforehand, I used to get butterflies too, and the second you walk out there, they disappear. Yeah, that, a lot of artists yeah. do up until the, the day they're but in. But it, it got it got like real bad. Like I was oh, like, like I was like yakking before. Oh wow, like, yeah. you straight eight miled it. Yeah. Mom's spaghetti, dude. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. Hey, Mom's spaghetti, dog. Like oh, I man. just. But once when I got out the spaghetti, I was good. Yeah, well, I mean, (laughs) you know, I always hear about artists that are older to this day, and they still get that. And, like, that's part of the, that's kind of part of the rush that I think people will like. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I miss that. I can't lie. I got to keep it 100 with you. I mean, I miss it, too. I mean, do you you get a different rush from acting and shit now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What about, so, like, you you said you did some shit that was a reality-ish show recently. Yeah, it's. Does that provide, like, rush, because it's, uh, like, you know, a certain way? Uh, reality based. Was it for Netflix? Quintana? Yeah, Quintana? yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I can speak a little bit about it. Yeah, just so a it's, little. It's, I don't um, want you to get in trouble. It, it's called 100 Humans. It's going to be coming out this year. It's not about zombies, as I'm strangely inclined to believe. I right. don't know why. I it don't know seems why. like it, right? I don't know. Yeah, there's just a lot of zombie shit, and then things with numbers in them are always zombie right. movies. Right, right. So it's, it's, it's called 100 Humans, and pretty much uh, they casted 100 different types of people from all over. Not not all over the world, but like from different walks, realm, of, life. walks of life. Thank yes. you. And like old, young, black, white, green, yeah. all that shit. So beard, no beard. Oh, um, they got no bearders in there? Weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> right. so even, the, even the ladies got beards. <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah. But so, so, <laughs> so, so they pretty much, it's, they put, us in different science scientific type of experiments that's based on human behavior scientific experiments dude are you okay did they do anything crazy what is this there yo the, the last experiment that we did that shit was bugged out well, can you, you can't say nothing about nah, this. oh man you got nah. oh man that's crazy it's going is is yo yo airman dude are you sure about these experiments do you want to just roll into an experiment right. <laughs> that sounds crazy yo and and we 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 got no synopsis beforehand. Everything oh, was yeah, all blindsided. Like, Yo, sign a waiver, and oh, yeah. you don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, the paper. Fuck, yeah, the paperwork dog. was bugged out. The paperwork literally said, "If you die, like we're not liable." I hope the paycheck was good. That is a rush. Talk about having a rush performing, dude. That's fucking crazy. Yo, rush. yo, God damn, bro, bro. It was it was a life changing experience. <laughs> and like, I'm so blessed to have been a part of. You know, we're a family now. Like, cause we spent like ten days together, like back to back, ten days. 
um, just filming. And, you know, within that time, we got like 10 hour shoots, 12 hour shoots, yeah. like us, like all being crammed together, you know, within that amount of time, like, yo, we definitely build. Bond. Yo, I've I've had conversations with people who I never would have even like crossed paths with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like beautiful people, bro. Like and that was a thing that we had to real. I mean, I go into every situation kind of being open. I was kind of very observing like the first two days. Um, but yo, I've I've met some some people who I call brothers and like, you know what I'm saying? I call people unk, like, you know what I'm saying? Like older grandfathers who got like, you know, grandchildren, like we're having like, you know, brother to brother conversations yeah. about life. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit just opened up my eyes to like being more open and susceptible to like people. You know what I'm saying? And once yo, it's it's kind of, it's really it's really the first of its kind. It really is. When's that? Be. When is that coming out? When? When can we maybe? Or we can't say books. 2019. Wait, is that it's 2019 right now? Yeah, right? Right, yeah. Cool. Gotcha. I know what year it is, motherfuckers. Sometimes I didn't know what day it was though. Earlier, I, I had to clarify with Ace. Yo, definitely didn't. I, I know. fall off the normal schedule. Um, yo, my weekends are like Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday now. Yeah, any day for me could is either Friday night or Monday morning. Like, there's a potential for it to either be like a weekend or or a motherfucking Monday morning. Bro, once when I get to Thursday, everything is a blur. <laughs> It's a blur, and I'll be sober the whole weekend too, which is yeah. crazy. But it's just like, it, that's does it even matter? Like, do we need day? I guess we do. Do we need days? Document does. I guess I don't know. I sound now. I sound like a psychedelic hippie weirdo. <laughs> like, do we need to have a t Tuesdays or different like time? You know, like people always make those jokes on the internet. Time is a social construct, and it's kind of true. But it's like it, we guess we need a little structures because I can't say, "Hey, meet me on Thursday." You're like, "Well, what's that?" I'm like, or I could say, "Meet me five nights from now." You right. know. That's how I'd have to tell you. That's the only way oh, you would know, right? True. Unless if I didn't say Thursday or whatever. True. That's weird. Because if you're in the middle of the desert, which we kind of are, but not really. In California, we are. It's a, well, it was a desert. They just brought all these fucking trees. The Spaniards bought all the palm trees right. from the Caribbean and planted them around yo, here in Mexico. You know, you, know, you know, the first week that I was out here, <clears throat> I was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I'm bugged out. Like, yo, I'm in Cali, da, 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 da. I was like, yo, like, yo, these palm trees are so beautiful, man. Like, yo, I'm just, yo, like. They just, oh, the way that they grow out here. My homegirl was like, yo, you know that these are all planted, right? Yo, Blew your mom, mind, right? yo, of course, like I was on smoking that Cali weed. I'm yeah, all high yeah. and shit. I was like, yo, what? Like, she was like, yeah, every single palm tree that you see is planted. Yeah, it's true. They, I was, they come I was, from the Caribbean. Spaniards brought them. It was like another one of those moments that I was like, damn. Eye opening you for it. Yo, I was, yo, that shit had me, it still has me bugged out to this day. That's fucking funny. I didn't know that until some odd years ago myself. And then once when I started seeing them in certain patter patterns yeah, yeah, of the yeah, city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see I'm them. Like, they don't grow like you would naturally. I was like, oh, so this whole street, like where they have them like every other like yeah, 10 yeah. feet, like that was meant for like, you know, for a drone shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every fucking movie, <laughs> every other movie, Real like classic shot. California movie, you see that same drone shot. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Fucking bamboozled. Bamboozled, dude. They maybe, got us. Maybe I'll title the episode Bamboozled. I was going to title the episode Gay Things because you hit me with a text. We were talking whatever we could go. Ace hit me with a text. We're talking about whatever other shit. I don't know what we were. And then he, he was, he's like, hey, by the way, do you ever talk about gay things on your podcast? And the word things is so vague. I was like, what does he mean by gay things? Like, like you know, issues that affect like the, the gay community? Or does it mean like, I don't know what he means. Like, gay, like so I was, I was like, maybe I should use that as a title. But I'm sure I'd catch some flack for it. Yo. But maybe I wouldn't. Fuck, no, fuck. I'll no, 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 not, not you, that, and that's why, that's why, I'm, that's why I'm here. So you're good. You got the pass. I got the pass. Yeah, you good. You good. You good. G. You good. That's cool, dude. <laughs> so you're not. You're not gonna. You're not. Gonna I'll give get... you the white pass. You can put shorts on when it gets to be 50 degrees.
can give.